Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Lapone. This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Samantha. Jason. Who's going to be Samantha Tutsolo in your life movie? <gasps> what? <laughs> That's really hard. I'm just saying Sandra Bullock. Yeah. That's a good one. I think it's wow. Sandra Bullock. <laughs> Bullock? <laughs> I love it. Oh my god. Do you have one? I'm gonna say uh it's my British like Daniel Kalua. Yeah. Cooking <laughs> yeah. some weight, he'll uh do the blonde tips. Here we go. Survival Jobs is a podcast spotlighting artists, their side hustles, and their passions. Hosted by Samantha Tutsolo and Jason A. Coombs. Bam. Hello, everyone. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> Welcome to Survival Jobs, a podcast in collaboration with Broadway World. I'm Jason A. Coombs. And I'm Samantha Dawn Tutsolo, and we're yes. so happy. <laughs> well, before we jump into our mic check, I just wanted to do a little housekeeping, Samantha, because yes. we always are mean to do this. We always forget. We I know. want to encourage our listeners, if you like us, if you're enjoying the podcast, if you're enjoying this collaboration with Broadway World, to leave us a review on your favorite podcast app. So if you're listening on Apple or if you listen on Spotify or Audacity, excuse me, anywhere you listen to, if you want to leave us a review, tell us how much you enjoy your favorite podcast hosts. That would be very, hey. very great. Yeah, it helps us. You know, we're trying to get to that next level as always, just like everyone else. And good reviews help right in anything in theory yeah in yeah. theory right in theory we'll see so once you guys start then we'll know the truth <laughs> anyway samantha oh, man. have you watched anything good recently so i've been kind of busy but this is mm -hmm. like not really super artistic i am yeah. such a big sucker for selling sunset on netflix what, what is that I don't know what that okay, is. Okay, so it's a reality. Oh my god, Jason, I can't believe you don't know about Selling Sunset. It's a reality TV show on Netflix mm -hmm. about these women, like these hot, hot, hot women in LA selling mm -hmm. like million dollar homes. Like, oh wow, gigantic, huge million dollar homes. And uh, it's called the, with the Oppenheim Group. Um, mm. And so it's came out like right in the pandemic in the beginning, I think. I don't mm -hmm. know. Maybe I'm speaking incorrect information so it was like <laughs> such a good binge at that time and then I got hooked and I got kind of like infatuated with Chriselle Stouse who's one of the women on the show who does um who's a, who's a realtor and also on the show mm -hmm. but I also like look at her and her hustle and like she's so you admire that I do because she's an actress she used mm -hmm. to be married to Justin Hartley from this is us and they got a divorce and now he's remarried and the whole drama played out on Selling Sunset. But, you know, she's an actress. She was on soap operas for years. I think she's, she does still try to act. I see her like going to auditions and stuff. She books like gigs here and there. But like she found something that worked and she's like really good. And at the end of the day, like, yes, reality TV is reality TV. But like it's not all happening without a script or whatever so i admire her and her hustle and her she's a smart businesswoman so yeah i just started binging that it just came out that's amazing I'm not done yeah it's like uh it's like you know when you just need to put something mindless on and you just need something on just to like sort of like decompress from the day and the mm -hmm. in your life 
silly like real estate drama from these women with a lot of money. That's how I feel <laughs> about Bar Rescue, which is like the only reality TV show I watch. You heard of that? Oh one? my god! Yeah, I've watched a couple of episodes. Yeah, and, yeah. I used to think they should have come to Highline. <laughs> <laughs> The Highline Ballroom, shout out, like we always do. Can they fix that place? Who knows? I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, that was like, that needed a lot of fixing. Yeah. A lot, a lot. (laughs) How are you, Jason? I know that you had a really amazing night last night. Mm -hmm. Because finally, after how many years has has it been? What, like eight years? Is it eight? Has it been? 2014, right? 2015? It was on Broadway? (sighs) Wow, 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 wow. Finally have seen this bad boy live in person in the room where it happened. I know everyone always says oh, that. Oh my God. I what did you was say? shooketh. I was shooketh. I couldn't even get into the room. Like I remember just walking into the theater, being so excited, right? And I brought, I bought a T-shirt, right? Yeah. Because I was like, I have to, I have to buy a T-shirt. I have to show people I was there. And <laughs> and then you're like oh walking God. into the theater, and then like when you get to like the door, like the entrance. I was in the orchestra. You just see all the people, right? And then you see the stage, and just like, holy shit! I had to like take a beat. I couldn't even walk in. I was like so overwhelmed That's so overclamped so i was talking to the usher i was like i just need a minute i was like i was like let those people go in i just need a minute <laughs> just he was let, like just leave me yeah just let me let's let me take this in and then finally i was able to go in and i was just like oh my god crystal was amazing shout i out. love her shout out to our girl coach coach, coach kjb crystal. right um wow she was brilliant she was literally mm-hmm. her burn was a revelation. Her vocals are unreal. Unbelievable. I, I, can't, I can't. I had chills. I mean, I had chills the whole time. I told the people next to me, you know, you're sitting. It was my first Broadway show back, you guys. I haven't seen a show since oh January my gosh. 28th. Yeah, 2020. You know, I saw Hades Town the last show. I didn't realize that. Oh, yeah. because you've been trying to go see Little Shop. Yeah, damn just... it. I've been trying to see Little Shop for months. Ugh, don't even get me started on that. Yeah, but... don't even. <laughs> we'll be here all day because that has been like drama. Mess. Mess all around. So yeah, I'm just like so uh, like verklempt over like seeing it. And I was the people next to me. I was like, okay, I'm just gonna tell you guys. I'm apologizing in advance. I might be crying very loudly. <laughs> um, <laughs> and they were like, oh, it's okay. who are you? <laughs> uh, I just shed a couple tears, you know, because I yeah, mean, I I watch it. All, I tell you this all the time. Like I watch it all the time on Disney Plus. Yeah. Like, so and I, and I listen to it on the gym. Like when I'm working out. I'm always like on the elliptical. Like not gonna take my shot. You know, I'm just like <laughs> on it. Um, I used to do that too. I was like such like so obsessed when it first came out. I used to do it at the gym all the time. It's good. It actually yeah. is good workout music. It is. And know the funny thing is because like I know it came out and like all the hype around it, but I didn't want to like listen to the music too much because I wanted to see it, you know. So I didn't really watch it and listen to it. So it came out on Disney Plus, and I was just like I listened to it a couple times, but I didn't want to know the whole thing until yeah. it was on Disney Plus, which was what last year or the year before. And like ever since then, so I was like, yeah. I was late to I was late to the Hamilton train in that way. And I like I watch everything. I watch all the interviews. I watch them at the Kennedy Center. So yeah. um, yeah. And I know we're, I'm going on for a long time, but you know I feel like we don't get to see a Broadway original cast that often. You know, unless you like actually go there when it opens or whatever. But like you know, we have it on Disney Plus or whatever. But these actors were so incredible. Like immediately, I was like, I forgot about like Lynn and David Diggs and Renee. Like it, they were just like out of my mind or out of my subconscious because like the people in front of me were 
brilliant. Like, literally, I'm like, of course they're brilliant because they're on Broadway, right? So I wouldn't expect any less. But um, I love how you say Broadway, always. Broadway. <laughs> it was like an inside joke that just like stuck with me like all these Leave years. Leave it. I love it forever. <laughs> oh, my God. Wait, I just realized you saw Mandy Gonzalez. She was Angelica. Yes. Phenomenal. She's like, a queen. Like she's a queen. Mandy, can you come on our podcast? Please, we would love to have can you? you? I will love I would love you to come on the podcast. <laughs> um and like, you know, Miguel Cervantes, who plays Hamilton, you know, he he was fantastic. Like Lynn just was out of my mind. You know, I was just like yeah. in, in it. You know, to, and that's Tamar, how it should be. That's, that's how it should be. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, I was just nervous because I watch it all the time on Disney Plus. And so I was like, am I gonna be able to get them out of my head? And Right, right in the first first freaking opening was they were gone um and you know tamar green who's just a larger than life talent up there who who plays george washington was phenomenal he was like his voice just matched his presence and and yeah. i remember just thinking like after i was talking to some people after and i was like where was this guy like where was this representation when i was younger like seeing a bigger person like in these lead roles you know it's yeah. felipe it's hercules mulligan because like body image is something i've always struggled with right and it's like oh i never thought i could play something like a lead like that because of my size you know i was always like right. oh i can't do that but like seeing i was like oh my gosh where was this when i needed that <laughs> oh, Jason, yeah. I love this. And I just want to say something, everyone. He has been on a Hamilton high all yes, day. And all I day. love it. And that's what theater is supposed to do to you. Like, it's just supposed to make you feel so goddamn good that you can't so help but good. be happy. And I love this so energy good. you're giving me, Jason. Keep it Thank coming. You. Get this energy going. Can I I'm say so one happy more thing? for you? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, I, just, I, I was like, I got to, like, shout out these people these people work so freaking hard like daniel yearwood and kyle scatliff and then nick walker who played aaron burr <sighs> nick walker i don't i didn't know if i was like in love or if i wanted to be him like he was just brilliant like i can't think of another word besides brilliant like he's had the stillness the whole time that was just like pent up with impatience and like he played that so well and then when you get to the room where it happened it just exploded and i was just like this guy is the fucking truth like oh my god i don't know sorry obsessed. No, obsessed don't be sorry i love that and i'm so happy that you got to see it before crystal's like leaving for a beat i know it's another gig so you got to see crystal yeah i if i may share something that's Please. hamilton and survival job related mm -hmm. when hamilton first came out and i was managing the restaurant mm -hmm. uh, i was doing mostly morning shifts at the restaurant yeah. And had to set up the whole room because they were, like, trying to, like, cut down, like, like whatever yeah. hours. Yeah. So then I had to do whatever. So I was, like, in a in a, in a moment of, like, dep not depression, but just, like, in a funk. You know, when you go through, like, your waves of funk. And I yeah. would put Hamilton on the speakers in the restaurant mm -hmm. while I set up. And it just made me feel so good. Feel better, right? Yeah. Yeah, so. no, that I mean that show just like I don't know, just seeing it every time I watch it, I get so overwhelmed with like I don't know what to call it. It's just like seeing black and brown people just like up there, just like it just makes me so happy and like so overwhelmed. Oh. And I'm just like I just I love Lynn. Like people can say whatever they want about the in the heights, but like he is someone who is doing it right. He's like making it happen for people who look like me you know so i, I just I, I love him to death and 
I think I would cry if I ever met him because <laughs> I just I just admire him so much for what he does. He's gonna be on the podcast one day, so he will be on the podcast one day. Get ready I'm gonna for be your a tears. fucking hot ass mess. You're gonna be like, who is this guy? Who's this emotional Aquarius I've never seen before? <laughs> actually, actually. Oh my god, that's so funny. Oh, yeah. Jason, I'm so happy for you. That was so nice. And it's just your thank again, you. your energy. I feel it through the screen and through the mic, you know? So thank you. Thank you for sharing. Yeah. Anything else you've seen lately that you want to talk about? Uh, well, I had to. We, I watched Lost Bayou, which was Hunter Hunter Burke's film that Hunter he told Burke. us about. Yeah, I was like, finally got time to sit. Because I, I feel bad because, you know, we, we work these survival jobs and we're doing all these other things. I don't get time to sit and watch a movie. Like, after the yeah. long day at work, I just want to put on reality TV or put on like... Selling something. Sunset. Hello. Yeah, something that's... Exactly. I don't have to yeah. think, right? So I'm like, mm -hmm. oh, I want to watch this movie incredible it was such beautiful cinematography the direction the storytelling the acting like he should be so proud of that film and i, I want people to watch it I, I was telling all my friends about it in our group chat i'm like watch this movie i put i sent them the trailer i'm like this is great quality work and like yeah. he shot it on that boat and like that was everything he got the spectacle that he wanted like he should be so proud. Good job, Hunter. Where can you watch it? Yeah. Good job, Hunter. We love you. We literally love you. So obsessed. Yeah. <laughs> Actually. 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 Hunter Burke. <laughs> <Shout> out. <laughs> we love you. Um, but I watched it on Tubi. So you can watch it on Amazon Prime. But I saw Tubi is like a free app where you can watch things for free Got with it. ads. I was and like, I, what is Tubi? Yeah, it's great. I, I watched a couple of things on there here and there. But yeah, it's a free app. There's a lot of good movies on there. Like big movies and, you know, independently produced films as well. So I watched it on Tubi so they can get that ad money. Hopefully they get some some sales from that. <laughs> and then, yeah, it was great. It was great. Definitely oh a, a great hour and a half spent watching that. Jason, you're you're giving me so much energy and good vibes. That's really just cutting my allergies out of out of my body. Good. So I'm always so tired well, so and beat down after we record. I'm always like on a weekday after working nine hours. <laughs> yeah. But I got to watch him like, ah! I'm like, oh, I'm please. And usually it's me. And today I'm like, I have allergies <laughs> in my eyes. Yeah. <laughs> and two negative COVID tests right beside me. Good, so good. That's just the world we live in. I know. Samantha's like, I'm going to take a COVID test you know, right before we do this. I'm like, are you going to be able to focus? Like, I'm nervous. I'm nervous for you because when I take a home test, I can never focus until I get the results. I'm just like, ah. Oh. Change the subject. Um, <laughs> yeah, exactly. But yeah, let's, let's, should we go into our guest for today? Yes, Sam? I'm so excited. Hey now. Uh, yes, she, I've known Lenady for a few years. So I Aww. saw her and met her originally. I don't know what year it was. I want to say like 2016, maybe 2017. Yeah. She did a regional production of In the Heights with our good friend Robin and yes. Robin played Usnavi and she played Vanessa. Uh, and so we went and saw the production and I was like, who is this queen? She's she so is. great and she's so kind and, and sweet and also from Connecticut. Has everyone? Oh, no. Just the past two weeks, we've had uh, Some Connecticut, Connecticut. Yeah. So that's yeah. always fun. Um, yeah. But so she's great. And this was a great episode. She was like really rushing. Not rushing, but like fit us in. Mm -hmm. Two show days. She fit she fit us in like right before a two show day, which yeah. is like iconic. You know, she's already she she'll tell you about it, but she has a lot going on and she like carved out time for us before her commute to so the, the city. 
yeah, yeah I, I, appreciate, I appreciate that so much because like people don't have to come on and talk to us like they're not getting paid we're not oh, getting paid so like yeah. people don't have to make the time and, and they're doing that you know to share their story and share their wisdom like crystal yeah. did it after a two-day show she came on after you know oh yeah she came so, on after the two-show day oh my god yeah people are just like really giving us love and and the space they're sharing and the stories mm-hmm. they're sharing it's just so it's so i don't even know the word it's it's beautiful and i'm, I'm, and, beautiful. I'm we're, and we're grateful for it grateful, you know, we're grateful yeah to share space with so, so many wonderful people working professional artists you know and i think that's so important to hear these stories and to get to know these little nuggets of knowledge that they that they're sharing nuggets these little nuggets like you know i mean it's like a buffet it's like a buffet sometimes i feel oh so my god it after. is such a buffet <laughs> i literally had a dream last night that i was in vegas at the buffet you just said yeah. buffet and i had that dream come back to me and that was weird that's oh, all that's, I remember. That is weird. Was it Maybe wisdom I was hungry. though? Was it like talent on one tray? Was it like inspiration? No, it was another? like chicken parm, fries, <laughs> oh, ice cream station. I'm you know, so you love a good buffet. Yeah, I just I was like, wait, am I hungry in my sleep? Having dreams about buffets. Anyway. <laughs> I've been thinking about that 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 couscous from freaking Glasshouse Tavern that you told Shout me. Shout out Glasshouse. Shout out Glasshouse. What what is it? What is it's it? I corn, need to get it. It's the corn risotto. And then corn, we put grilled chicken on top. There's couscous in it and grilled chicken. It's everything. I, I think about that all it's the time. It's so good. <laughs> couscous, couscous corn risotto. You can add grilled chicken. You can add a chicken cutlet, which is not advertised on the menu, people. But that is the secret. I am one of the queens of Glasshouse. I did win a silver medal once. And there's a chicken off the menu. Like, that's a chicken cutlet. That can we get back to Lenady? So I feel like we... Yeah, let's go. Yeah, we just went totally all over the place. It's we're, great, though. We're hungry people. We're and hungry yeah, people. we're talking about food. I'll kick it off and and uh, tell tell you people. Tell yeah. you people a little Beautiful bit about people. her. Mm-hmm. Lenady Hay now, originally from Connecticut, has appeared on Broadway in the musicals Dear Evan Hansen and the original Broadway cast of On Your Feet. And most recently was heard on the recording of the In the Heights film. Mm-hmm. Some of her regional credits include Passing Through at Goodspeed Terrace Theater, West Side Story at the Opera, Lyric Opera of Chicago, Havana Music Hall at the Miami Actors Playhouse. And she has a BA in Business Administration from the University of Connecticut. She's fair, y'all. So she is an actor, a vocalist, and a business person. You got to do it all for your survival. You know you what I'm do. saying? Yeah. All right, Should everyone. Enjoy in? this episode. <laughs> yeah. Love it. Hi, Lenady. Hi. Welcome to Survival Job, the podcast. Thank you for joining us before you're about to go do a two-show day. Of oh course. Gosh. Thank you. That's so of sweet course. of you. Thank you for having me. So we just want to sort of jump right in. Right now, you are in Dear Evan Hansen killing it, always going on, doing your thing. But I know you've had a journey to get to where you are. So do you have a survival job along your way that's that's uh, been your favorite or most memorable to sort of lead you to where you are now? Absolutely. So fun fact, I went to UConn, University of Connecticut. We <gasps> grew up yes. in Connecticut. Yeah, we all did. Because you're from Hamden, right? 
Yeah. Okay, cool. So I was born in Brooklyn. Oh, Bridgeport. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So I was born in Brooklyn. And then at 10, um, my dad moved us out of the city. You know, he didn't want to raise us um, there. And so we moved to Hamden. And then, you know, I lived there until after college. So I went to UConn and I studied business. So I didn't go to school for theater. I just did theater in high school, um, in my community. I auditioned for the top schools at that time that like people told me, let me just, let me just make sure. Oh, I'm negative. Thank the Lord. I can go to work. Yay. Okay. <laughs> hallelujah. Hallelujah. Okay. <laughs> no, but that's so, the rest real, right? Cause you have to get tested yeah, before the show. That's we test every single day. So now yes. we've transitioned to at home tests. So our show provides us with, um, test for the week. So every Sunday we have to pick up our, you know, little inventory of tests <laughs> and, you know, we get to test at home, which is nice. We also still yeah, are able to nice. test at the, um, uh, we use mobile health. We'll, we're still able to test there, which is great in case, you know, I have to go into the city super early and I forget to test here. I can always go there, but it's nice to yeah. do it, you know, in your home. Um, oh, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, so I went to UConn, I studied business. I had auditioned for, again, the top schools that people told me to audition for. And I was like, okay, if I don't get in, then it's not meant to be. I'm not good enough. And whoop de doo I did not get in. I got into a lot of the business schools. Whoop-de-doo. Um, yeah. <laughs> and so, you know, I, again, I went to UConn. I still did theater in my community. I still, you know, sang and everything because I started singing when I was little in church. And so... Um, then all of a sudden I graduated college. I got my first like real post-collegiate job at a bank. I worked at a private Lebanese bank in Audi Bank. And 11 months in, I saw an open call for On Your Feet, the developmental lab. I was like, what is On Your Feet? What's a developmental lab? And I looked and it was, you know, creating the show and about Gloria Stefan. I was like, uh, okay, I don't have to pretend to be anybody else. You know, yeah. they're, they're looking for Latinx artists. I was like, let me just go in there and be me. I grew yes. up listening to her music. Let me just try. And with just high school theater experience, I um, booked it. I was hired to be uh, for my own track, my own ensemble track to originate and understudy in Gloria. And wow. so I left my bank job and they were and are amazing because uh, we did the out of town in Chicago and I had six weeks off in the summer before our Broadway transfer. And like, why wouldn't I live my life for six weeks? What did I know? I've never been without a job. I didn't know that like in this industry, you can be without a job for a few weeks, a few months, you know, jumping from job to job. So I went back to the bank and they hired me. They were like, we don't care how, you know, however many weeks you can work, like come yeah. back. I went back to the bank and then I went back to Broadway. And then during the pandemic, I get a phone call from a number I recognize. Like it was like a two one two number. I was like, okay, maybe my agents are like from the city, like something's going on. And it was my old boss and he from the bank. And he was oh, like, wow. hey, like, what are you doing? And I was like, I don't know. Nothing. <laughs> Nothing's <laughs> happening right now. And then I don't like, know. And then he was like, how would you like to work for us virtually? Like, and I was like, um, thank you. Like, this is amazing. It was meant to be. So throughout the pandemic, I worked from home uh, for the bank that like helped, you know, make my dreams come true because they were supportive from day one. And you know, thankfully, they say that door is always open, so I can always go back and do that. But um, that's amazing to have that support. Yeah, yeah. Wow. So I'm very wow. grateful for that. That is Let's, that was my survival job. <laughs> <laughs> do you? Can we flip it? Do you have like one that you've had that you like? 
hated or like brought you like I don't know, brought you like the opposite of joy, whatever that is. <laughs> I mean, I guess in high school I worked at Subway. Oh, okay. Okay. Baby, yes. Jason, we're always there. Yep. Yes. <laughs> so my friend from high school, her parents owned like seven, I think, around Connecticut or you know, in the Hamden New Haven area, and um, she got a bunch of her friends' jobs, and so I was good. Let me tell you, I worked across Quinnipiac University. I was serving all those athletes, their sandwiches, boom, 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 the basketball <laughs> team, the hockey team, the soccer team, and I was there by myself a lot of times making those sandwiches. Um, honestly, I didn't hate it, but you know, being a 16, 17 year old girl by herself, closing a store, like, I don't know. What? I just, yeah. Certain times, like I didn't, not that I felt unsafe in Hamden, but just, you know, if you think about being a young, vulnerable girl, closing a store by herself and pitch black and, you know, if you go to Quinnipiac and Hamden, those, nah. yeah, those roads, there's like barely any lights on the road. Like it's just like a road. And so it's kind of scary at night, you know? And just I obviously certain that. customers, yeah, certain customers, you know, with being rude and stuff like that. But overall, it was a great experience. But, you know, any any service industry, you're going to get those, you know, oh, for those sure. people. What's in those Subway chocolate chip cookies? They're oh so good. Oh, my God. They're so good. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> you don't understand. Jason. <laughs> I... I used to have, uh, I'm so embarrassed. I used to have like so many a day and the white chocolate mm. macadamia nuts. Ooh. Oh my Forget God. Forget about it. Forget about <laughs> it. I used to love a like hot Subway tuna with cheddar cheese and lettuce in high yep. school. That was my go-to. And now yep. I'm like, yikes. I know. <laughs> tuna <laughs> at Subway. Yikes. And then the specific the... Subway smell. That too, I kind of hated. Like, if I would go meet up with my friends after a go to a family thing, they're like, oh, you were at work. I'm like, yes, I know. I smell like Subway. Stop. That's <laughs> so true. I kind of like the way Subway smells. <laughs> oh, no. Me too. Now it's nostalgic. <laughs> but like, oh my God, before it's like I couldn't escape. Oh I used to work God. at Starbucks and it'd be the same thing. I would smell like, I would have that oh, Starbucks, Starbucks smell. <laughs> yeah, but not when good. you've been working and you try to go somewhere with your friends or go with your family. You're like, I oh, feel you. Yeah. <laughs> Jason and I used to work in a, a Tex-Mex restaurant and Jason, I don't know about you, but like we used to, I used to leave there and smell like fajitas, just like the yeah. fajitas. The, from the, yep, yep. Yeah. For days though. I felt like, yep. I, still, I still feel like I kind of smell like those God dang fajitas. <laughs> I'm so dead. Oh, <laughs> anyway. Uh, so you you were the understudy, right, for the Gloria Stefan track in On yeah. Your Feet? Oh, my gosh. How wonderful. So as an actor, and I know everybody's preparation is different, but how did you prepare for to play someone as iconic and legendary as Gloria Stefan? Honestly, I just learned from everyone around me. That was my first, like, not only was that my Broadway debut, that was my professional theater debut. I only what? knew theater from high school and from Can my community. Can you believe that? That's like, like fate. Sorry to jump in, but that is no. like fate in the universe bringing you right to where you need yeah. to be. Yes, girl. I, I'm so grateful for the people that uplifted me. Like I literally used to cry every single day in rehearsal because I could not believe it. I could not believe that I was there among people that I respected so much too, that I saw from In the Heights and like, I, I just, I was like, this is, this is a mistake. Like, I don't know why I'm here. I, I can't believe I'm here. And I learned how to bevel. Like Sergio Trujillo, our choreographer, taught me how to bevel. I was like, what is a bevel? And he's like, Nadia, get over here. And he put my <laughs> What is a bevel? Like, I literally learned everything in that show. And so my preparation was honestly like different every day, just learning. I didn't know what to do. I just, you know, 
they said throw your arms eight times a week. I threw my arm as hard as I could. Now I'm paying for it. But what did I know? You know what I mean? I jumped as yeah. high as I could. I, I just, you know, I just gave it my all because I literally could not believe that this was my reality, that like li my literal dream came true. And, you know, imposter syndrome was huge. I was like, I didn't even go to school for this. I, I can't believe I'm here. Like, I don't have any experience, you know, but everyone was so kind and like, you know, I, it was just all meant to be. And so my preparation literally was just like, and, and being thankful, you know, and just living my absolute dream on stage and, and you know, never taking that for granted. I love that. That's so that. beautiful. I know chills and your family got to come and see you. Like, yeah. Oh my gosh. Wow. I also think I paid off so my student loans from UConn. Thank God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we went to West Penn, by the way. Your sister, yes. like stepchild school, Jason and I. Um, I also think that's so, such a beautiful message to our listeners who are like artists, you know, trying to do the thing. Like that's all it takes is the one open call, like that one moment, that one audition to really, you know, change your life. Mm -hmm. Um so I know that you live on Long Island, right? And by the way, that's a new thing I learned saying live on Long Island. Oh, I still in. say in. I'm like, ugh. <laughs> I don't like saying on. I'm like, no, I'm in Long Island. You're like, I am in the island, girl. Um, how are you How are you doing like juggling eight shows a week that commute, finding time for yourself? I feel like the older we get, finding time for ourselves is like a survival job sort of in itself. Absolutely. So how, how are you juggling like the commute and the show and like also – to add another layer to this question, when do you find out like when you're going on? Cause you are standing by or understudying. Yeah. So we're... Tell us a little bit about that. Oh yeah. So with that, I typically find out day of, I honestly, in this show, wow. I have yet to find out earlier than 24 hours. Like we've had, you know, an inkling like, Oh, this person might call out tomorrow, but never, you know, it's definitively it's always been day of a few hours you know, sometimes right at half hour. Um, so that anxiety I just got like half an hour before. Uh, oh I my know. <laughs> well, thankfully, honestly, with this show, it's not as like I'm not nervous anymore, really, when I go on, only if it's been a while, obviously, because those jitters of like, oh my gosh, I haven't done this in a while. But this show is so different in a way. You have to be more grounded. It's, you know, heavy material. And I just, again, just feel so much gratitude when I do get to go on. Whereas with, the track of Gloria, that's like, that's like the Evan track. You are on stage, literally all of the show, but one or two songs where like, you have to run to the bathroom, that's your bathroom break. You have to like do a quick change. You know what I mean? So that every single time was like, just the adrenaline and, and the anxiety. Um, finding time for myself is also a work in progress. I, that honestly is something that I've been trying to work on because I find myself in the same routine every single day and it's like I need to find even if it's five minutes for myself because on top of all of that the commute um thankfully I really like my commute on, on the Long Island Railroad it's 50 minutes just under an hour and when I oh, lived wow. in Brooklyn yeah when I lived in Brooklyn I would have to take two subways you know it would take me the mm -hmm. same exact time like train so, train traffic exactly and so subways. on the train yeah I can if I have an audition I'll work on that or I just listen to music or I just take a nap honestly but um finding time for myself has been difficult because I'm also newly married and there's that yeah also, congrats wow, wow congratulations thank you and then to add to that whammy 
um, I have, Whammy. <laughs> I have two stepkids um, that we oh, wow. care for 100%. So, you know, I am a stepmom and like wow. that has its challenges too. And like, you know, not to get too into it, but like obviously being a step parent or a parent is difficult enough, but also, you know, stepping into the role of an absent parent, like that's a whole, like, uh, yeah, it's a lot. So honestly, I wow. am just so grateful for the arts to be able to let go every time I go on stage to let go of so much. And in this show, thank God, because there's a lot of crying. So <laughs> I bring a lot of Linady to that to like release for myself. And so oh I my think gosh. sometimes, yeah, sometimes I find that that is a way that I make time for myself, if that makes any sense, because I'm just... I get to be a little bit me. I get to be my character and I get to just let it all out, you know? So it's, it's a work in progress. I'm really trying for me because I need it to find something. Mm. The weather, the weather being better is obviously a lot more motivating. Oh I gosh. Live, come by anytime. I live in Long Beach, right by the boardwalk. Oh, oh I will. yeah. I love yeah. Long Beach. Don't joke. Yeah. I will be there. Girl. Honestly, I like, know. the beach is right here. So the weather is uh, you know, very motivating and inspiring. Like I mm -hmm. want to get outside and take a walk, ride my bike on the boardwalk. Um, so I know that once the weather gets better, I'll feel more compelled and like motivated to make time for myself. Where now it's like, I, I just have so much going on that I feel like I put that behind. For sure. By the way, I can barely like take care of myself with just like a couple of jobs and like a couple of things. You are doing Broadway, a commute, a stepmother. You have a husband. Like snaps. Like that's admirable. Good yeah. for you. Thank Keep you. Keep it going. That hustle and, oh, and it's that hard. Balance. For sure. I, even like last, I said, I can't even take care of myself. <laughs> like what? me too, barely. No, even last <laughs> Sunday. Like last Sunday, I was like. Oh, I, we woke up at seven because it was their first lacrosse games. We had to go to their lacrosse game and sit there in the cold. And I'm like, okay, I got to go to my two shows. Oh, no. It was the lacrosse game and then baseball tryout. So we brought them to both. Then I was like, okay, oh, got to go to my two show day. And by the end of it, I was like. <laughs> wow. Wow. Yeah, it's, it's a lot. Props, Props to all the moms out there because I don't know. Seriously. I, I don't know how. Oh, I love that. Um. I love that you're like a super mom. You're like a superhero out there just killing it. Um, anyway, <laughs> can you talk about your audition process for Dear Evan Hansen? Like, what was that like? Um, yeah. Yeah, please. Oh, my gosh. So that dates back to maybe 2018. I auditioned for the show. Um, and obviously, it was scary. You know what I mean? I was. I still felt pretty fresh in the game. Thankfully, I was in on your feed. I had actually, no, this was maybe 2017. I don't remember. But um, yeah, yeah, all blurred. Yeah, yeah, time doesn't count <laughs> anymore. Like, what? Yeah. Um, I made it to the finals. And, you know, obviously being able to sing in front of Michael Greif, I was like, oh, my gosh. And, you know, Hasek and Paul and Alex Lacamoire. Like, I was just like, oh, my God. Um, and then I didn't hear anything. And then fast forward to 2019. And I got another audition and that one went pretty fast. Um, and it's because they were looking for a, um, excuse me, a replacement on Broadway or vacation swing on tour. And so I booked that right away. And thankfully I kind of brought what I had remembered from my first callback into that. And I felt a lot more comfortable, but it was also still very nerve wracking. Like I, I, you know, I still get very nervous. Imposter syndrome is still there, you know? 
um, and I was a lot younger. So I then um, went on tour with the show twice as a vacation swing. And then can you, I... Can you just, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but can you describe what a vacation swing is yeah. really quickly? Thank so you. a vacation swing is you are there. So I cover both tracks, Alana and Zoe. So my job mm-hmm. was to go there to cover someone's vacation. So someone was going oh, away. Sense. So mm-hmm. so you need to bring someone in to cover them. I also was covering the um, uh, turnover from casts. So year one was leaving and year two was starting. So I was there to kind of learn that and cover all of that. And then someone took vacation again. So I went in again to cover. Um, and I literally left. So when did, when did the shutdown happen? March something, 2020. It was a Thursday. March 12th. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. It was Girl, a Thursday. Thanks. Literally, my contract with the show had ended that Sunday before. What? Thursday, Wednesday, Tuesday, Monday. Wow. Sunday, four days wow. before. And I was about to do um next to normal at westport country playhouse which is happening <gasps> right now i know yeah. I, I have to go try to see that um what, i was about to start. <laughs> i know i was supposed to do that and that was supposed to start like the week after or something like that and then the shutdown hit i was like oh my god and so then fast forward to you know re- everything reopening now um in 2021 and i got a call i got a direct offer for broadway because I had told them because of my family situation, I just, you know, right now is not a good time for me to go away. I want to stay in New York. I want to be here. And thankfully, the opportunity arose and I got to be on Broadway again. And it's crazy because On Your Feet is on mm-hmm. 45th Street. Literally, like, pretend this is the side of the street. This is the Marriott Marquis. This is the Year of Enhance in the Music Box. Like, I, wow. five years later, six, seven years later, yeah. am on the same block, a theater over my second Broadway show and I was Life like wow this is, is crazy no yeah. I'm telling you and, and I feel like as we're getting older these like moments in life where I'm like <clears throat> oh oh what are you trying to do to be universe yeah, yeah. life what are you trying to say Absolutely. girl I see you I see you yeah, yeah. so I guess wow. as a Latin Latina woman working in Broadway do you have any I guess I, I hate to be so like like stereotype the question, but like, do you have any advice or like ways you think Broadway could be more inclusive to 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 women, to Latino women, people of color in general? Absolutely, just give them the opportunity. Give them the opportunity to show that you know we are more than capable and we can bring a character to life. You know, in a way that everybody can. Everybody can do it. Doesn't matter what you look like, what color you are, um, just, you know, making sure that we all get the equal opportunity. Um, as a Latina on Broadway, I just, I continue to just stay true to myself, to honor uh, my heritage, um, to always amplify, try to amplify those voices. Um, and so being in Dear Evan Hansen, again, was imposter syndrome for me. I came... <laughs> From being on On Your Feet, a full Latino cast, except for one actor, because he was supposed to be non-Latino. And, you know, going into this show where, you know, I was very intimidated. I was like, I I don't don't know if I can do this. Where it's like, why am I even thinking that way, you know? And so I felt a huge sense of responsibility and gratitude and honor, too, to be having, you know, to have been given that opportunity. Um... And I just hope that other people can, or even creatives and casting directors can see that, like, 
you know, if you give that opportunity, you can see just so many beautiful things because everybody's going to bring their own life experience to every single role. For example, will I ever play Mary Poppins? Probably not. And that's also because that's just not who I am. But that doesn't mean I don't want to try or don't give me that opportunity. Facts, facts. You know what I mean? Like, just Mm -hmm. let everybody try and you'll be surprised. You never, never know. Um, And also, you know, writing, writing more shows about people of color's experience and just, you know, where they can just have a platform. I don't know. Just it, it no, all starts with the writing too. Like I wish I, true. I can't even write a poem, Barry. So I, <laughs> I wish. <laughs> Me either, girl. No, Me you can't. No worry. <laughs> I try. I try. Yeah. No, but I remember. I remember. Um, you know, people used to always say like, you got to do colorblind casting. And then I was reading something. I was like, colorblind casting is not the way. Like, you need to write specifically for marginalized groups. Like, write mm. a, a Latino role. Like, write a, a Muslim Absolutely. female role. Right. And after, like, you have to do that kind of stuff and make sure that those roles are there. Absolutely. So I try, I try to think about that when I write too. Like, I'm going to make, you know, this Oh, you write? Yeah. Oh, he's saw, great. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Jason's a boss. Yes. Y'all are bosses. Y'all are Connecticut bosses. represent. That's yes. okay. <laughs> I feel like that's been happening a lot lately on our, on our show, on our show, Jason. Yeah. <laughs> Lenady, um, I do love though, how you're always shouting out like representation. I see you on Instagram. Like when, when like understudies are on, you're like representing tonight, mm-hmm. like you, yes. Evan. So, so thank you for using your voice and like shouting it out and doing the thing. Always. You know, always. Um, so we're going to wrap this up with one more question and then play a really fun game. Okay. <laughs> um, so this is a fun question tying it all back into survival jobs. If you had to go work your least favorite survival job for the next 10 years, which would be like your subway job for the next 10 years, right? Eating oh. those cookies, coming out smelling like subway to then transition to your like dream artistic life whatever that means to you and if you'd like to share that we would love to hear like what your ultimate like dream artistic life looks like would you do it so would you go work at subway for the next 10 years to come out to your dream life oh gosh i know Um, that's just a heavy question it's hard right i know it's fun (laughs) i i don't know a part of me is like yes but then a part of me is like, why? You know what I mean? For 10 years, you know, I can do so many other things that can fulfill me artistically, even if it's not performing, if it's like, you know, teaching kids, like going to a school and, you know, teaching a dance or teaching about theater and singing or traveling the world and, you know, seeing arts, you know, expressed in different cultures and languages and in ways. So I think no, because I wouldn't want to waste that time working for like an end goal when that end goal may or may not happen, whether or not I have that survival job, you know, money will always be made however you need to. And, but YOLO, you only get one life, you know? And so, you know, you have to, you have to kind of like, you know, just use that time in a way that you're going to be happy with. I don't think I'd be happy 
you know, yes, 10 years to go, nine years to go, eight years to go, you know, right. to then know yeah. that there's this end yeah. goal right here. Um, I'd rather use that time to just fulfill me in a different way. And whether that goal happens or not, at least I did something that made me happy. Preach. I love that answer. Thanks. That was so yeah. beautifully put. Do, do you mind sharing what your like ultimate dream artistic oh, God. life is? If you have it, if you have that in your head, are you just riding the waves? I just... Yeah, I mean, I have to, I have to try to get out of this and my imposter syndrome to remind myself that, you know, I deserve to be here, even though I didn't go to school for this and, you know, didn't do this and that and this, that I'm here for a reason. And a part of me always, for example, during the pandemic, I, I really told myself, I was like, that's it. Like, I'm going to make a career change. I'm going to stick with banking. This is, you know, steady income. It's a more... Right. Um, you know, secure job for my family and for me. And I was begin beginning to, you know, be content with that because I knew that I could grow in the company. Like, and I had missed doing a job that like made me think and like, you know, in a different way. Um, but then the second that I got that call, it was just so clear. And I just, I, I, I've always told myself like this, this will and can go away like this. And I was blessed and was shot out of a cannon and I want to ride this wave as long as I can. Um, and I guess that's what it is. I think just, I just pray that I continue to have the opportunity to live my dream and like, you know, use my voice to express and, and, and you know, make people feel something. And I just hope I always get the opportunity to do that, honestly. Like I don't have like a, I'm going to be this or I want to be this. Great, I hope that happens, that'll be really cool. But I just, I just pray that I, I am, I continue to be able to use my voice for the arts. Amazing. And, yeah. That's so nice. Day by day, nice. you know, exactly. exactly. Day by day. Okay. Thank you so much for sharing this. Time yeah. with us. I know we are like rushing to get you to your two show day, which by the way, you're such a queen for doing this before you're about to go do of two course. shows. Thank so you. We are of obsessed. Course. Let's have um, some so fun. <laughs> yeah, let's have a quick fun game. So we always end the, the show with a game just to bring it back to like laughs and fun times. So we thought for you, we would play a game called fill in the lyric, which we're going to read you lines from songs of shows that you've been in. Oh my God. And let's see if you can fill in the, the missing lyric. Wait, that reminds me really quick. So I might open call up on your feet at the end of the audition there were like there were reporters there because I guess they were you know um, recording the experience of the open call and blah blah blah. So casting <laughs> stops me. They were like, "Oh, before you leave, can you do an interview?" This does not mean you're gonna get a call back, but you know they want it all. Like, oh god! And so the woman was talking to me, blah blah blah, and she was like, "Okay, we're gonna play a fun game. You're gonna fill in the blank or just tell me the first word that comes to your mind oh, no. when I say word." And I was like, "Okay." So she was like, "Miami." Sound Machine, Gloria, Estefan. And then she was like, she said a bunch of stuff. And she was like, 1990. I was like, the year before I was born. She was like, oh, that's the year Gloria got in her accident. I was like, oh, oh I should have done, God. I should have done my research. So that was <laughs> like, like major. I was like, I was like, literally the year before I was born. And she was like, <laughs> I was like, wow, I just, I just, I'm done. Like, well, like I'm also that's a cringy, that's like a I cringy know. like question to ask. Exactly. What? Like, like I was like, well, keep it positive and light, girlfriend. Why are we gonna talk about the bad stuff? And also, huh? I was like, wow, like if I'm auditioning to play a living person, or even if they weren't, like I should have done my research. So. 
but you know, sometimes you don't have to. Live and learn. Yeah, yeah, clearly still works out. Live and learn. Uh, Jason, you want to take the first one? Sure. Um, And we're just going to read it. We're not going to sing it, so we're just going to read it. Yeah, (laughs) it's going to make it really hard for you. Okay. Give the barrio computers with wireless web browsing. Your kids are living without a good blank. Give the barrio computers with web browsing. What's the the next lyric you said? Your kids are living without a good... Edumacation. Yes, girl. Yes, Robin, I love you. (laughs) <laughs> yes, this is how I first met Lenady. It's killing it in, in the heights. Yes. Okay, great job. Number two. It's a fill in the lyric. It's a maze. I try to steer through it a million ways. It's a puzzle. It's a maze. I yes. try to steer through it a million ways. Yes. Yeah. Like, oh, wait. Dream, Shout out. Actually, does anyone have a map? Yep. Mm-hmm. And honestly, goals, like, I, I threw it out there. I manifested it to the producer, too. She was like, from your mouth to God's ears. I was like, call me in 15 years. I want to play Heidi and Zeroman Hansen. Hello. So, so I'm already Heidi go. right now. <laughs> <laughs> You're oh. like, I know the track. I'm ready. <laughs> Put me on. <laughs> so, yep. Lenady, two that. for two. Yes. Right? I'm scared. Okay. Don't you ever think that I don't blank you that for one minute I blank you. What? Wait, do that again? <laughs> yeah, I think <laughs> I, I, I think I said it weird. Don't no, you ever you did think? It right. Okay. Don't you ever think that I don't blank you that for one minute I blank you? Don't you ever think that for one blank? Don't you ever think that? <laughs> what? Don't you ever think that I don't blank? Don't you ever think that I don't love you? I don't know. Wait. Uh-huh, okay. Yes. Yes. Oh. Okay. Don't you ever think I don't love you? For that one minute, I blank you. For that one minute, I, I hate you. I don't know. Mm-hmm. What is this? Wait, what's the show? What? Tell me the show. On your feet. <laughs> don't you ever think? Oh my God! Wait. Don't you ever think that I don't love you? Um. Uh, that for one minute, I. For one for... minute, minute, I forgot you. Yes. yes! Oh my God. It's weird to hear it like spoken, (laughs) right? You're like, wait, I don't even know what this is from. Okay. (laughs) Killing it. You're killing it. Okay. Ready? Next one. They didn't want to have me, but somehow I was had. Leaping blank. That's why I'm so bad. Say that again. (laughs) (laughs) This was, I swear. (laughs) I know. This is funny. They didn't want to have me, but somehow I was had. Leaping blank. That's why I'm so bad. Leaping blank. That's why I'm so bad. They didn't want to hurt me. Golly something. Leaping. Leaping blank. Leaping Mary. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Leaping lizards. <sighs> Yeah, I, uh-uh. She's like, I don't know what that is. <laughs> She's like, the girls were just backstage chilling at that point. <laughs> I know, that's why we threw that one in there, because I was like, that might, that might be a good one. Oh my okay. God, I'm still dying about anything for you. I cannot believe that. <laughs> you got All it, right. though. Yeah. You got it. You're going to get the next one, because it's fresh okay. in your mind. This is the last one, then there's a bonus, so. Okay. Okay. What do you do when your dreams come true? I spent my life blank dreams from you. What do you do when your dreams come true? Abuela Claudia, girl. 
I spent my life blank dreams from you. What dreams come true? What's the lyric again after that? I've spent my life blank dreams from you. Or blanking dreams from you. Maybe that'll be Yeah, helpful. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, I don't know one more time. I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah. Um I spent my don't life be sorry, it's a game. I spent my life blanking dreams from you in here. <laughs> in here. I don't know. Um, Inheriting. I know we're we're <laughs> Inheriting? Like yeah. Yeah. That's that's paciente fe, right? Yes, girl. Mm-hmm. Abuela Claudia. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We that's love right. it. Okay. And the bonus will redeem it all. And I think you'll definitely get the bonus. Are you ready? Yes. No, I think I think you're gonna get it. The bonus is I feel pretty and witty and Bright or gay. Yes. <laughs> exactly. It could have been either. That was yep. a trick question, but gay, gay, gay. And because you know yes. what? We're going to say gay loud and proud. Yes. You know what? You got the bonus, so we're going to go ahead and say you got 100. Oh, I love that. <laughs> that was fun. That was fun. That was You're fun. like, wait, what is that this was. song? That is so tricky. It's, 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 it's so crazy out of context like that. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh my God! This was so fun. Thank yes. you so much for having me. Tell I us where we can stay longer. No, I it's know. okay. You gotta come back one day. That's the only yeah, thing. Yeah, we'll yes. do a sequel <laughs> and we'll spend some more time and like get in there when yes. we have more time. Yeah. Can you tell us where we can follow you and and support you and see your Absolutely. work? Absolutely. And... Um. Sorry, Sam. I cut you off. <laughs> oh, but I always cut you off, so it's equal. It's fun. Fine. You can follow me on Insta at Lenady Hanau. Twitter. I don't really do much Twitter, but um, <laughs> I guess just Insta. I should get a website, but <laughs> one day we've we've been saying we've been saying we need a website for a year for this podcast. Honestly, so Instagram is everybody's new website. To be honest, uh, like, that's what people is. look at. That actually so. is. True. And thank you so much. And if you're tuning in because you're a Lenady fan and you don't follow us, you can follow us at Survival Jobs Pod on Instagram and Twitter. Send us an email at survivaljobspod at gmail.com. Check out Jason's Instagram at Jason A. Jason Coombs. A. Coombs. Yep. And you can follow me at Sammy Tuds. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you, Lenady. Have the an best. amazing two show day. You literally are the best. We love, love you. Thank you. Love you. Bye. Adios. Bye. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theater Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theater professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the RISE Theater Directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E dot org because only together we rise.